Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, Positively Ernie with Ernie Anastas, a New York TV legend and radio host with great positive stories and interviews. Thanks, Ernie. You're the best. And now, here's Ernie. Welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here once again. You know, I love doing this program. You know that. And my guests are so special. And today, just take a look at this face <laughs> and listen to his voice. This is Sid Rosenberg, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of the greatest personalities of all time. Oh. We're at WABC Radio in New York. And Sid, it's a joy to have you here. It really is. First of all, look who's talking. Great personality of all time. That's for you. Uh, thank you for saying that. It's a joy to be here. I'm honored to be here. I'm humbled to be here. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You know, you're a really strong person, a great personality. I mean, physically strong. You you work out all the time. You've been doing this all your life, practically. Not all my you? life. No. Believe it or not, I was always the skinny kid, ah. and I was bullied quite a bit. Oh. And I was bullied quite a bit, and we'll get to the Israel trip, because I was Jewish. Mm. And um, especially at Poly Prep mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So I was skinny most of my life. Okay. It wasn't until my early 40s. When I started to take the gym very, very seriously. Yeah. And I have this reoccurring fantasy in my head, which is really immature and sophomoric, but it is what it is. Yeah. That one day, I'm going to go back and every kid that picked on me, I'm going to beat the crap out of him <laughs> because I got these now. Yeah. <laughs> you are really built out there. You know, I, we're going to jump ahead, okay, because you just mentioned being bullied. Uh, and I think we've all experienced some form of that, and it's not nice. And you know it leads to some serious problems for a lot of kids. Uh, you were bullied because you were Jewish? I was. I was bullied because I was Jewish. Uh, that school it was predominantly Italian. Yeah. still is, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I've got dear friend Joseph Takapina, famed defense attorney, Trump's attorney. Mm. He was there with me, author. Wow. Right, Dalla, famed wow. defense attorney, Harvey Weinstein's attorney. Wow. He was there with me. Interesting. Uh, Gary Hanna, who's Lebanese, actually, but his father owned pastels oh, yeah. in Brooklyn. Uh, all these, uh, Danny Fagliano's father ran the Fulton Fish Market. Amazing. But all had vowels at the end of their names. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and they were my friends, but uh, I went through an awful lot there, and, and other schools as well. Yeah. And uh, I just, I wasn't good at it. You know, some kids, they can handle it. Mm-hmm. And they're okay. You're right. It really beats so me up. How, how did it affect you, sir? I mean, you know, did you retreat from all of that? Did you kind of close yourself off and find different ways of, of communicating on your own or what? what did I you didn't. Do? I actually went out of my way to, to befriend these people. Okay. Because I figured uh, I can't run away from them. That was getting really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Let me just befriend them. And some of them actually took me on as a friend, but then they would do things to me yeah. that, were, that were both physical and emotionally really? hurtful. That must have for been a lot extremely painful, really. Very know? painful. And, and it left a mark on you, obviously, for a while, and then you kind of overcame that. Never overcame it. Never overcame no, it. No, I'm so, so angry to this day. <laughs> you weren't kidding when you said you want to go out and beat him up. No, I'm not kidding. I, you know, I, and then I've got my own two children yeah. and my son, yeah, who's and an angel. Danielle, yeah, and sweetheart. Danielle, my wife. Yeah. He, um, you know, he gets bullied, and it takes me right back. To 1978 or 1981. And it is a big issue. And now, you know, when you look at all the anti-Semitism going on, Mm -hmm. 
You could just imagine if it was bad for me in 1983, what it's like now in 2024. It's incredible. Well, you know what? Um, We can talk a lot about your career. You know, you're amazing. I mean, you've been on, you know, uh, Imus, uh, different personalities. Uh, You and Bernie in the morning, fabulous personalities. I want to talk a little bit about that. But you know what? Since we're on the subject, uh, you recently came back from Israel. An amazing trip. And I, I want to hear about, you know, what it was like for you. We heard you on the radio. We heard a lot of your reports. But now you've given us a little background about what happened to you as a kid and your feelings and your emotions. Uh, what was it like for you to be in Israel? It was amazing. And um, I want to move there, to be honest. You do. But I've got a wife and kids who live here, so mm. it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing. The people there, Ernie, yeah. are the most resilient, patriotic, mm. loyal loving people you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one thing about this country, and of course, my show is political, mm-hmm. so I deal with the everyday divide, sure. if you will. Um, for me, in my opinion, this is just me, mm-hmm. I believe the last time mm-hmm. we were in this situation where Americans were not that proud to be American was Jimmy Carter. I believe we're back there again. Ronald Reagan saved Jimmy Carter and the country Maybe Trump does that now with Biden. But when you go to Israel, these people are being bombed every day. Mm -hmm. They just went through something, I think, even worse than 9-11. Because 9-11, you go back. Yes, it was horrendous. But to think that people actually would rather jump out of a 100th floor window. Incredible story. Right. But these kids, what they did to these kids Mm -hmm. at the music festival, Mm -hmm. which I was at, Mm -hmm. to rape them, six, seven people at a time, Cut off their body parts. It's they didn't incredible. bleed to death. They shot him in the head. It was some of the most grotesque. You can't believe it. You can't believe it. No, you can't. I understand. And that. it happened in, in so many different places mm. on October the 7th. Inside the kibbutz, at the mm. music festival. Innocent lives. You know, little babies. Mm. Living babies were thrown alive into ovens. Unimaginable. Right. Unimaginable. So, so when you see these people that would live that live and would die for their country, Mm. and walk around Ernie on a Mm. Saturday night in Jerusalem or Tel Aviv, like we do here in New York. They're Mm -hmm. happy, Mm. they're having dinner. I mean, they're wearing the same tag I'm wearing right now. Yeah, tell me about that, because you you started to say something before we went on the air. Yeah, every Israeli wears this, every one of them. Mm -hmm. And it's basically one side says, long live Israel. Mm -hmm. The other side talks about bringing home the hostages. Mm -hmm. So we're all aware of it. When we're there, we're all aware of it. We talk about it. But they live their lives as if they were just... There's nothing going on. Happy Mm -hmm. people. There's a huge war in the South, Hamas. Mm -hmm. There is a war in Judea and Samaria, which we don't talk about in the United States. Mm -hmm. No one even knows that. And then in the North, Hezbollah is ready to fire off 150,000 rockets Mm -hmm. with pinpoint precision that can take out the country in 15 minutes. And they live with that, and they smile, and they dance, and they eat, and they thank me. They thank me for coming to their country. Sid, you know, uh, it, it's a powder keg that, that blows up all the time. And what you described is just beyond any imagination. You, you can't imagine that kind of inhumanity that takes place. And it's so painful. And, and you of Jewish background, I mean, you have to feel emotional about it. We have several Jewish friends, uh, and, and we know that this is a, a good movement. Uh, a lot of people uh, from this country who are Jewish and not Jewish have gone to Israel. And they're helping out in, in many different ways, uh, you know, picking strawberries, doing things, because a lot of the men and the women are fighting the war. Uh, tell me about some of that that you witnessed. You talked about how joyous they were at night and so forth, helping one another during this 
particular painful time. You mentioned non-Jews too. Yes. And it's comforting for Jewish people mm-hmm. here and there mm-hmm. to see Christians and other non-Jews uh, help. Uh, when I mean help, that doesn't necessarily mean going to Israel, which is the greatest. That's the greatest. Mm-hmm. They love when you come. But even here, you know, again, we're, we're pounded every day by the media with these pro-Palestinian rallies blocking airports, blocking tunnels, blocking bridges, you know, rallies outside of our universities, uh, our best universities in this country. Mm -hmm. They've been contaminated to the point I would never send my son there. Mm. I mean, if you said to me 20 years ago, Gabe can go to Harvard, I'd be calling, oh my God, now, no thank you. I don't want Harvard, I don't want Columbia. So really, uh, basically, all these beautiful parts of our country have been contaminated, this city especially. You go there, and everybody is looking to help out. Mm. Christians, Jews. Don't forget, you have an Armenian quarter. Mm-hmm. You have a Muslim quarter. Right. You have a Christian quarter and a Jewish quarter. And they all live together. Mm. They all live together. So uh, for me, when, when I talk to the Jewish people in Israel, yeah. they love it when somebody comes, and especially when a non-Jew mm-hmm. cares as much as a Jew, yeah. that says it a means lot. means a lot. Sid, let me ask you this. Um, you know, you, you, you've described a situation that many of us, uh, you know, who are watching the news can can see, but you don't feel it. Yeah. And, and you're yeah. there and you feel it and you understand it. There's so much divisiveness uh, on so many levels in our country and around the world. The hate, the violence, we can't stand it anymore. Is there, is there an answer? Is there a way that we can resolve this and other conflicts? I know that's a, it's a tough question, but is there any way that we can find some kind of, and I'll use the word, peace and understanding? It's actually not a tough question. The Go answer ahead. is no. Go ahead. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's a very easy question because the answer is no. You know, if you're a Democrat in this country, you basically hate the Republicans and you hate Trump. Mm-hmm. If you love Trump and I love Trump, and I can't stand Biden. So, look, I mean, there are some people that you would describe as moderate on the right, on the left, that uh, do see uh, certain things the same. For example, I'm a Republican. I'm a huge Trump supporter, but I'm pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Pro-choice. Yeah. I'm also pro-gay marriage. Okay. When it comes to social issues, I'm relatively liberal. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of these hardline, you know, they describe me in the papers all the time as right-wing conservative talk show host. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Mm-hmm. I'm pro-choice. But because if you like Trump, you're automatically designated that way. So, so I can compromise. But in the major issues, and excuse me, but I don't consider abortion a major issue. In the major issues that keep us safe and keep our money growing in the bank, mm-hmm. we are so far apart. When it comes to peace, foreign policy, we are so far apart in philosophy that it makes it very difficult to really honestly see a day where it's going to get better anytime soon. But Sid, okay, let me ask you this. Um, Why can't we find a way, and, and a lot of people will point to leadership and say, you know, if we have the leaders who are able to say, hey, look, we have difference of opinion. Okay, and and we're going to respect each other, and we're going to find a way to live together. In is that impossible to do? Well, I think I think when you say the leaders, I think if we're going to be fair about this, okay, 
I mean, every, everybody, everybody's a leader. I mean, right. whether and, and, you're in business or in politics, true. finding ways to say, let's find a, a common ground that we can respect one another and find a way to live together. But here's the problem. Go ahead. Forget about how bombastic the leaders are in Trump. I know that, okay? The problem is, and the reason why I've got all this divide, yeah. it's the media. It's not Trump. It's not Biden. It's 99% of the media that goes against one and for the other. I mean, most of the people in this country, Ernie, mm. they don't know. They don't care. Mm. They're out there. That, listen, we live in New York. It, mm-hmm. This is a, I tell my kids all the time, yeah. it's made up world. Mm. They grew up in Boca Raton. They live in New York. Sure. That's not this country. There are 47 states in this country where if you go to Red Lobster on a Saturday night uh-huh. and catch a movie once a month, yeah. you're living big. Mm. You're the man. So we live in a city where you go for dinner, it's 200 bucks. Yeah. That's not normal. Absolutely. So this country watches the, the television and they see these people come on and go, bop, 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 bop. So as bad as the leaders are yeah. and as divided as the politicians are, mm-hmm. the biggest issue in this country by far, and now I call them domestic terrorists, I'm sorry, not you, is the media. The media is destroying everything. I want to ask you about this because, you know, we've been in the media business a long time. Yeah. Well, you have, not me. I'm just a crappy entertainer. No, 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 no. You've got a lot of experience. But, I mean, yes, I've been been covering news for a long time, over 40 years in New York. Uh, And, you know, I I learned the basics from some of the people like you see here, Walter Cronkite, um, who, in my opinion, years back when we had three basic networks, it was a lot different. And you only had a couple of broadcasts. Now, let's talk about news or views. Now you've got a plethora of, of all kinds of media coming at you from the internet to you name it. And so we have so much of that available to us. Has that hurt? It, 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 the fact that we have so much to choose from, has that been harmful? Because some people feel that, you know what, um, everybody's on there and, and saying things that are not factual, they're not the truth. And so what are we supposed to believe anymore? And then we've taken a slant. Everybody takes a position. Okay, I'm, we're going to have a conservative view. Right, we're going to have a liberal right. view. Why has that happened? And has that been part of the big problem that I, you're discussing? I, I don't think it's quantity. I think it's quality. I mean, look, I've said this to you before. Yeah. Not to embarrass you. Yeah. In my lifetime, I'm mm-hmm. too young for Cronkite. You were the best, and still are, the best newscaster I've ever seen. Thank you. Well, you know what? A, a lot of people, you know, find you, uh, what, interesting, entertaining, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, a difference of opinion, and, and maybe sometimes, you know, uh, I remember talking to somebody, uh, Mark Goodson, uh, who oh, produced so great. many great shows, oh, you know, yeah. The Price is Right, I've Got a Secret, and so forth. I was having lunch with him one time, and, and I remember we were chatting, and he said, you know how I know if my show is going to be a success? And I said, How? If people are talking back to the TV. And that's what you're talking about. People are listening to you. And if they don't agree with you, they're talking back to you. You can't hear them. Sometimes you can. Sometimes they call you. Yes. But I mean, that's what makes uh, entertainment. You know, uh, there was a book written a while back ago. And it was called Information Anxiety. And this guy was talking about how we are just so bombarded with so much information that people don't know where to go anymore. They don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. And, and, and they're looking for an answer. And maybe somebody, I don't know where, will find a way to say, okay, this is what you're interested in. This is what I'm going to give you. And you'll, you'll have your own avenue of information rather than listening to everybody and being so confused right. and, and, and really stressed out. There is something to that. So stressed that's out. why, uh, yeah. at least when I do my show in the morning, yeah. for example, I'll discuss a very serious topic, political topic, news topic, very serious. But you listen, 
there's always a laugh every segment. Mm-hmm. There's always some type of, see, I'm, I'm very self-deprecating. Yeah. Uh, I pick on the guys on my cast. Yeah, I know you do. I steal all this stuff from the other guys before me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't create any of this. I stole it from Imus. But, or Stern. But there's always a laugh. Yeah. So I've read stuff on the internet where they go, I got to tell you, Sid's tough. Yeah. And he's annoying. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand him. But yeah. he's kind of funny. Yeah. So when you say to me, how do you take something that's really tough and 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 makes people angry and how do you fix it yeah laugh laugh find a way if, yeah. now now it's not easy oh, I agree with I'm you. a very talented guy but if yeah. you can find a way to inject humor right exactly that's very healing correct then they stick around cuz they right. go ah oh, he doesn't really care yeah. all that much yeah. he's not taking it all that seriously i am mm-hmm. i am mm-hmm. but if you can't make money yourself and even some of the stories out there so, for example somebody died last week i'm not going to say what it is and uh, that day, that person died. I didn't make fun of him. I loved that person. Loved him. And Lou on the board said, it's too soon. He, mm. I said, says who? Mm. I said, now if his mother calls me or his brother calls me, then yeah. I'll say too soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that sounds a bit rough, but the truth is we have to stop being so serious and so angry and so determined to I be like right. I buy that. Just laugh. Just laugh. Relax. Yeah. And we, we go back to that word against it. Respect. Respect one another and say, okay, I, I respect your opinion. Respect mine. And now let's find a way to be kind to one another. Very yeah. important. Yeah. Uh, I can be going on for, for hours with you. Let me ask you a couple of quick questions because yeah. I love to do this. Um, a, a lot of people say, you know, um, what's bad about America? What's good about America, Sid Rosenberg? Well, look, this is still the greatest country in the world. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of bad things. We talked about a whole bunch here. But uh, in terms of opportunity, yeah. uh, in terms of freedoms, and I mean religious, yeah. uh, in terms of, uh, uh, of work, in terms of entertainment, mm-hmm. in terms of pizza, in terms of football, I think this country has lost God. I love you. And I'm not a religious guy. No. I was just in Israel but and I went to the temple. But it is true. Yes. When you have politicians and people out there saying, I don't want my kids praying in the morning at school. Why not? Mm. Why not? Mm. Why not stand there with the Pledge of Allegiance? Yes. Put your hand on your heart. Right. Talk about country and God. Mm-hmm. If God, more God in this country, will take some of these kids I love who are what you're lost. Saying. I love some what of these, you're especially saying. these kids are going to schools and shoot people. Yeah. They need God. I agree with you. And again, I'm not religious. No, no, no. But, but, but you it. know, what? it has nothing to do with religion. It has to do with humanity. It has to do with truth. Yes. Because God does exist for all mankind. You know what? On a, on a funny note, yeah. speaking of that, yeah. uh, you were talking about your Jewish experiences and so forth. When I was in the Army, I went into the Army program, and I was at basic training. And the first couple of weeks, you know, we have indoctrination. And the sergeant came out there with a big bullhorn speaker. And he said, we're having religious indoctrination today. Give me all the Catholics on the left side of the field. All the Catholics moved over. And give me all the Protestants on the right. Protestants on the right. Uh, Give me all the Jewish personnel up in the rear. Jewish guys move up there. There were three guys in the middle of this field. Chalakas, Papadakis, and Anastas. (laughs) And the sergeant yells out with the bullhorn, what are you guys? And my buddy says, Ernie, you got a good voice. Tell him, tell him. I said, we're Orthodox, sir. And he said, well, get up there with the Jews. (laughs) So we did. They do confuse Orthodox Jews with the Orthodox Greeks. Right. You know what? Humor, my dear friend. That was funny. That was funny. funny True story. But you see, humor... If, if I didn't take that seriously, I, I had a good time with it. The Jewish guys were having fun with us. We, you know, Greek Orthodox were not, you know. But anyhow, if you find a way to smile and to laugh, if you could give 
my final question. If you could give a newborn baby some advice that they could keep, hold on to, and maybe later on in life when they're able to understand it, what advice would you give to a newborn? Respect. You just talked about it. Mm-hmm. Respect your mother and father. Respect your teachers. Yeah. Respect the police officer that's out there on the street protecting you every day. Law. Respect the men and women who put down the green and go into lonely caves in Afghanistan and Gaza to protect you every single day. Mm. Respect the elderly because hopefully one day you'll be one of them. And you love your grandma and grandpa. I know you do. Respect the elderly. That's all you have to have mm-hmm. as a baby. Now, look, there's a lot of other things you need, obviously. You need to be, uh, you, you need to be uh, practical. And you need to have goals and aspirations. We get mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. But respect. If you respect I agree. all those groups of people, Key word. you'll be a decent person. Yeah. You may not be only an estes, you may not be, but you'll be decent. Yeah. And the problem with this country is we are losing decency. Mm. Decent people. We want to bring that all back. We need it. Respect. You know, it, it, That's Sid, it. Uh, such a joy. You know, we talk about so many problems in the world. They're not easy to solve, Oof. and they're complicated, and a lot of people are trying hard. And you and I both believe in finding solutions to problems, and that's what we're trying to do. Sid Rosenberg, been a great guest. You're, you're, you're a marvelous individual. I can't believe I'm, I'm sitting here with Ernie. Tremendous personality. No, but I'm, I'm sitting here with Ernie Anastas. For me, this is like, like I'm looking at your face. First oh, of all, you're still man. gorgeous. You're gorgeous. <laughs> and I'm going, this is Ernie Anastas. Oh, I you, watch Sid. this guy every night. Michelle Marsh, Kindy yeah. Tom, oh, Warner yes, Wolf. yeah. Roseanne Scamadella. And Roseanne, and you'll still look great. You sound great. You're great on the radio station. So for me... This is a very, very big but deal. But you know what? You, you said the word. You said God. And, and I do believe in, 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 in God for all mankind. One God for everyone. And so we all I. belong in that same family. And that's what keeps my soul happy. Uh, Sid Rosenberg, congratulations to Thank all you. the good things you do. God bless you. Nice to have you. God, and listen, uh, come back often and talk about all the things that are important to you. This was a great Sid Rosenberg. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time.